A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hey guys, this is Stevie here from What's Your Sign. I wanted to check in before we get you rolling with this week's episode. Two things. One, sometimes it's glitchy, folks. We did record this during Mercury Retrograde. It's still Mercury Retrograde as I announce this now. So, you know, there's glitches here and there. And then the second thing I wanted to tell you guys was that I am going to be having a kickoff event. If you are living in the SoCal area, join me at the Venice V Hotel on February 9th from 1 to 5 p.m. There's going to be little sips and bites, and it's basically to kick off the new initiative I'm doing with the hotel where I'll be basically like their in-house astrologer. So say you check in, stay at the Venice V. If you're from out of town, keep an eye on the Venice V website because I'll have more regular weekends coming up in the future where you can book it like concierge service. So you check in and they're like, oh, do you want to book this and want to book this? And do you want to book an astrology reading? So that's pretty cool. So I'll put a link in the show notes. But if you go to venicevhotel.com slash happenings, plural happenings, and you'll see the link to the event. They are covering the cost of readings. I think four out of the five have been booked so far. So there might just be one left. Um, But keep an eye in case anyone, you know, reschedules, you never know. But readings are on the house for this kickoff event, which is super dope. Hope to see you at the Venice V Hotel if you live in Los Angeles or even if you don't, tell a friend who does. And I will see you IRL by the beach. By Oh, yeah. And if you didn't know, the Venice V Hotel is right on the Venice boardwalk, right by the beach. Cute shopping, cute food. So come have a beach day. If for some reason you have the day off or something, come hang out. It will be nice. It's on the rooftop bungalow too. It's going to be really cute. So come through and enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. 
And I'm the apex predator of this podcast. Ooh. Yeah. Happy Lunar New Year, everybody. Everybody. Be a tiger this year. Come on. Try try being a tiger this year. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to like the way you tiger. I guarantee it. It's great. <laughs> there it is. It's great. I was like, what's a, I was like, I have the tiger. Woo-hoo. Oh yeah. Well, I, I was mean... thinking of my, one of my personal faves, Shere Khan and yes, Tigger is another one that I feel like people love though. I always kind of found a little annoying personally. Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely annoying. <laughs> no doubt. I don't think there's any. I mean, maybe I know people. I know people like Tigger. Oh, we've and, done this. Remember? Yes. Oh, that's when right. We have I <laughs> almost started crying because Steve called me Eeyore, and then said oh. that Brad Solnitzer is the Tigger of the LA comedy scene. And if you know Brad, it's actually pretty funny. But it did make yes. me very upset. I was like very drunk, though. I was very upset about it. But Eeyore, I feel like, is a better one to be. I don't. Called. I don't think you want to be called Eeyore. I don't think it's a compliment. I mean, I, I think Eeyore the whole was my favorite. I love Eeyore too, but it is kind of like you're a downer. Eeyore, it's not a Eeyore, nice thing to say. That's true. Eeyore is the closest to a horse. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. I find the whole Winnie the Pooh franchise unsettling too soft i'm disturbed by it oh, i don't like any of them oh, I, I think it. they're all pathetic i think they're weird um i could do i could banish them i would piglet is somewhat cute but other than that like i i i it's just too quiet i as a kid i just found it too creepy i i, I was unsettled okay. by the winnie the pooh realm i love it i always have and i think especially the like kind of trippy nature stuff is really funny to me and like interesting um though you know not for everyone apparently i yeah. also love winnie the pooh and i think one of the things guys, that I like is the that fuck? there are a bunch of versions of it and there's the kind of like not i don't want to say highbrow version but i think it's just if it were did did anyone in your family be like did was it pushed on you or do you, is it just something that was there like any kind of connection because i feel like someone specifically read e.e e. milne poem like the book or like the poems about it not so much the like disney yeah I'm, the Pooh. no mainly familiar with like the main franchise most people know of and never push just anytime it came on i was like this shit's boring like i don't it was just like too granny like i it just it it didn't grab me. I found the whole universe a little odd. Obviously, he's done. He's got his ass out. I don't like I who makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> his soft little voice. Like, I, I don't know. I poo who irks me. That would be like my Guantanamo okay. Bay is like being stuck in the Winnie the Pooh universe forever. I did you have any <laughs> other like animal cartoons that resonated with you because that's i think oh, sure. the other thing too is that i like the animal stuff what's your what was your animal go-to i mean what comes to mind top of the mind i mean it was just a movie but like uh what was it land before time that was like i mean it's dinosaurs okay. i don't know if we're counting that as animals but i liked them i thought they were cute it was a little bit scary. There's a little bit of danger involved. Like I never felt scared or danger in the Winnie the Pooh universe, which made me fear what was really going on. I was like, what is happening okay. if there's not extinction looming or yeah, I'm sure there's, there's, I mean, Arthur, there's tons of animal. I feel like animal franchise cartoons are a foot of plenty, but Winnie and the gang just nah. Sorry, Winnie very- heads. I have a very embarrassing photo uh, of me at like a JCPenney uh, thing and they had Winnie the Pooh stuffed animals and I like gather, I have all of the Winnie the Pooh stuffed animals. I'm in like sixth <laughs> grade though. It's not like a baby. It's like me, like I thought this was going to like look super cool. And it's, I'm just making like, it looks, it's not that embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You know, I'll find. Yeah. I will find oh yeah. Do you have it? I know I need to see yeah, that. I I can I know where to find it. I don't have it like easily accessible, but it is accessible and I know where it is. 
All I right. Love I'm writing that down. Huge fan. And I have a bunch of cool collectible items that I don't want to mention what they are. I don't know why. <laughs> I won't I won't come fuck I just, up, Lisa. It's I no, it no, not you. It's just weird <laughs> to be like, uh, you know. I don't want to tell people where the gold is hidden or whatever. <laughs> yes. No, I feel like it's that, not that, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Things that might shirt. be worth something. So I don't want to mention having them. No, I just it's, did. I was like, That's do you fair. have like a, this is, this is Lisa's way of trying to say that she has a Winnie the Pooh NFT. <laughs> <laughs> a couple, a few, a profile picture. <laughs> I was going to say, because that- that's, that reminds me of like when I, I had to interview all these like Bitcoin bros for a television project and they would never, every conversation was like, I can't tell you anything because someone's going to come behead me right now. And I'm in Ecuador. And I was like, oh, okay. I won't ask you any more questions about your NFTs nor your crypto, but I believe them. I was like, I, I get why you're not stating where the treasure is hidden or giving too many context clues because people again, not to scare people, but like people can find out just from like reflections on Instagram pictures, like your address, like it's so easy to like pinpoint where, where you at. It's true. I just think because I, 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 I mistake my disinterest in figuring out those things for like, (laughs) no one would do that. (laughs) I was at the, um, the Hollywood reservoir the other day. And I, uh, <laughs> I wasn't, I was like walking, you know, I wasn't really paying attention. I had all these texts coming in and, um, when I picked up my phone, it was a picture of my apartment and from a number I didn't know. What? And I was like, what the fuck? Like I started freaking out. That's scary. It was a delivery person. So like, okay. Um, okay. And I wasn't there, but it was like out of context because I guess I had lost service or like. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And yeah, I was yeah. like so happy not to be home when I saw that. Um, but we did run into my friend's ex-husband as well, which was very, very fun for Mercury Retrograde. Oh so, my. All just an it. all-around great time. Double panic oh. attacks. That's so unsettling. I wasn't expecting anything either, you know? So it wasn't like, oh yeah, my uh my what do people get? My weekly chocolate covered strawberries and wine. <laughs> wasn't like I was Whoa. expecting something. Weekly. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm wealthy and that's what I spent my money on. Oh, look at that. My Omaha steaks have arrived. <laughs> right, there it is. Like yeah. leg clockwork. Ah, <laughs> uh, the picture of my steaks on my doorstep. Just like just like mothers. <laughs> We had a delivery recently that was delivered. They sent the picture, but when I went down moments later, truly couldn't have even been a full minute uh, delivery gone. And like, no one's there. And it did feel like, it did feel like in a ransom movie when they like send you the thing and you go to the location and it was a trick or whatever, where it was uh-huh. just like, I'm, I'm looking around, I'm seeing if there's someone running away that I could want like chase after. Oh my God. <laughs> this, this reminds me of last night I had, this, I, this all just feels of the same theme because I live with my soon-to-be sister-in-law and she is a scary cat. I love her. If she's listening as I record this, you are. I love you. But I was upstairs. Pablo is in the shower downstairs. She's sitting downstairs in the living room. And I do hear a knock at the door. And all of a sudden, everyone's just yelling up at me like, Stevie, do you have a friend here? Is there a friend here for you? Uh, yeah it's like stevie i think you have a friend here for you and i was like and then i got really scared it was like a scary signer that was like had like come to kill me i was like oh no <laughs> like what what f- i don't have any friends planned to come over and i don't have anything delivered and i get downstairs and i'm like sc- and i'm scared to look through the glass door but there's like a little um lace kind of covering i move the lace and it's like like a high schooler with a petition clipboard and <laughs> and then the high i look and i go to everybody i'm like you know, Paulo rushes out of the shower with like a, a towel. He's like, who is it? And she first says, you have a friend knocking on the door at 10 p.m., which was late for like a, a petitioner as well. And I was like, you guys, look out the window, you you wimps. Like I rushed, like I got, I paused my stardew. I like rushed down. I got so f- freaked out. And I was like, what was this? This all could have been solved from one 
glance, but I came down to do that glance. And then the petitioner is like, hey, it's a petition. And I was like, go away. I'm sorry. And she's like, it's a petition. And I was like, I know, but this was weird in here. So just go. Like, I'm sorry. I would normally care and sign something, but and this all- this was all weird. I'm sorry. That's so Mercury retrograde <laughs> to me in the sense that oh, I think what that what that means is like because I was like how weird for them to be like uh, just assuming that you would you're the one who has the person over but then I was like oh no it's mercury retrograde so I think that's their way of saying like Stevie we don't have anyone coming yes yes. Stevie Stevie knows what's happening and knows what to do in this situation yeah Mm -hmm. or like I want Stevie to handle this so what I'm going to say is like oh this must be oh is this your friend when instead it's like Hey, someone's at the door and I'm scared. Can you help? But we're like, <laughs> I don't know. Does it make I, sense? I, yes, because I was like, I sat, I came, walked my ass back upstairs after that all happened. I was like, what the fuck was this? Like, there was like an elevated heart rate panic that surged from something very normal. And maybe it is our like lack of communication, pan- mercury retrograde pandemic, like weirdo brains like firing at all cylinders but it was like it felt like action movie like he did like who's at the door who's at the door and I was like I I don't know but I guess I'll be the 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 sacrificial goat to go find out and it was a very angry euphoria teenager who was like could probably hear us all like being like who's there <laughs> like just sounding like real paranoid like, people uh <laughs> Just me, just a petition, Medicare for all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was for hotel. It was like we want for uh, they're like it's the petition. It's for hotel maids to have better work conditions. I was like, that sounds great. This is stressful in here. I'm sorry. Just You're turn like around. So my name. <laughs> I just, it's so funny because in my family, it's like you don't in case it's a processor where you just don't. You just never, you would never call anyone's name. You would never open it. It's like <laughs> someone standing outside. You let them stand out there, man. They can't come in. That's so funny. I mean, it's, maybe it is like a, an old fashioned knock is alarming. You know, we don't get, we don't get those all the time, especially it's with no unexpected. clue someone's coming. It's unexpected. If you're not expecting well, it, then you, then you are like, who is that? And it is, I think, just like uh, we we watch so much suspense on TV or like mm-hmm. we're talking about it, but we don't have it's like a, a dramatic moment, whatever it is. It's not that it's actually <laughs> scary. It's just like what? It's like a phone call when you're like, who, who the fuck is calling me like that kind of energy. <laughs> and I think you're just seeing how people handle like an unexpected actual event. We didn't answer, we didn't answer the phone in my house for a long time because it was like, it's a credit card person and we can't pay it. Like, so Mm. don't, so just don't answer. Don't talk, let them leave, let the phone ring. And so people would come over and this happened like for years, even when I think it was no longer an issue, but it would, friends would be like, the phone's ringing. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't answer the phone. You just let it ring. Just don't, just ignore it. Me too. I will too. Well, question, and this might end our friendship. So just want to put that out there before we all answer. But you said end our friendship. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, cool. Just want to make sure. No, no. no I like the high um, stakes. Let's, let's take For me, there. it's very high stakes. And I do have a friend that does it, and I'm considering blocking their number. Would you ever fa- FaceTime someone without letting them know in advance? Not a no. fan, unless it was a family member. No family member or someone that like people do no. this and my yeah. friend does this at 1 30 in the morning here and he lives in new york so i'm like i know you're fucked up like i know you it's five like whatever time it is there like i know you're fucked up and i'm not answering a facetime right now also who would answer at one in the morning but people do it at yeah. the bar i see it all the time people will just stopping on a call FaceTime. someone on facetime mm. on speaker out loud sitting at the bar i see it all the time and I'm always like, get me as far away from this person as possible. I'm I'm FaceTiming if it's necessary. I mean, if it's like I'm thinking of like when I ripped out my IUD, I FaceTimed my sister because I was like, sure. I need to show sure. you things, sure. whatever. Um, but I'm I'm Icon- I iconic day. Also, yeah. just have to yeah. just have to rem- just you started remind the audience uh, challenge. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh, you need to throw that on TikTok, Julia. I should. That's a great idea. I'm writing that down. TikTok challenge. Throw that idea on TikTok. IT challenge. I do think. I do think that all <laughs> like uh, companies involved would be like, please take this down, dear God. Um, I don't know also, if you can. It didn't they like? Okay. They might not approve that. I think because people were doing it as a challenge and yeah, it hurt. Yeah, I know. No, but try. It. I mean, I'll put it. I'll put it on there. We'll see. Also, we'll see what for happens. those who don't know, Julia pulled out her own IED in the shower on accident. On accident. <laughs> yeah, on not accident. by not I, by choice. I tried to claim <laughs> that you know only five percent of the population can do it, and I was like, so I'm like pretty tough. And then Steve was like, you didn't do it though on perp. Like you can't you can't <laughs> say that you did it. You didn't pull it out. And I'm like, I'm, I. I did. This is the same way that I play pool, that it's like, I'm not calling the shot. If I make it in, I still get to be like, <laughs> I made that shot. Well, here's yeah. how I feel about it, Steve. When <laughs> yeah. you have an IUD, you can comment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know what? that's true. That's true. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who pulled it out. Um, no. I didn't know you like, I mean, when that happened, I didn't know you that it was. And this is my ignorance. Like, I was like, oh, those things can fall out. Like, <laughs> I thought they were super glued up in it no. never to be no. moved until said doctor goes in and yoinks it whenever many years moons from now but back to the facetime i think that's insane i why would you do that no you have to text and warn i do think if i get a facetime unannounced when i do get it from a friend i'm like this is a butt dial like it accidentally opens the facetime mm-hmm. section of their phone and it's a, an accident and then 10 times out of 10 they're like my bad and i'm like we should talk soon and i'm like yes don't but i I don't, when I want to talk on the phone, it's because I want to be able to talk and be doing something else, mm-hmm. you know, essentially. Yes. Uh, Cause I wanted to be able to do this for a long time. So I want to be able to like get up and start folding my laundry because we're like getting into it, you know, a short call, it's you're focused. A walking you're meditation of, yeah. of getting Rena. It's the same, it's the same itch podcast scratch. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is yes. that you can clean and cook and it's the sound, it's mm-hmm. the feeling of communicating and with the phone call, you, you truly are, but phone calls and podcasts are peas and carrots. Yeah. I'm and so friends, glad. I'm so glad to hear this. I have friends who are like, <laughs> are FaceTiming as the phone call where I'm no. like, no, no, like, get, I feel Special like occasion in my like, mind. I'm like, get off the face. This is a phone call, put her on speaker. And that's it. Like, why are you, what are you FaceTiming for right Free now? Free the face mm-hmm. of like, the pressure insane. to perform also is the other i think back to the magic for of me, podcast, you can just communicate without feeling viewed right like same with the phone call. i agree it would be up being viewed i also think part of it for me is holding the phone yeah like mm. part of it for me is that you have to like hold it and it's like i don't want to yes. have to yeah i mean you're you're probably holding it if you're not you know on airpods or on headphones or speaker but like you can just kind of set it somewhere near where your mouth is or like put it down for a sec like I feel like with FaceTime it's like it's chaos if Mm -hmm. I'm in the middle of something and having to set it down and you're looking at my ceiling fan or whatever and you're not supposed to be looking at yourself as you talk Mm -hmm. to someone else you like I think that's like one of the things that really I'll wrap after this because I'm like what a tangent but not a tangent but that like I think it is something that's interesting about our communication now is that you're able to be texting someone else you're able to be talking to two people at once or whatever like into multiple conversations whatever and you also are able to be observing yourself and another person at the same time which is like not physically possible you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's, we shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> like we should, yeah. it's seen it. And it's also like that flipped face thing, you know, where it's like, yes. you don't like your face on the other side. And you're like, who is this imposter? They're here to uh, knock on my door in the middle of the night and kill me. Mm-hmm. And hot FaceTime tip. I mean, I only FaceTime through my laptop. That's how like, at, that's how planned and settled I, cause I have a Mac, you know, I'm, I'm in the Apple universe. I use the FaceTime application on sync through my phone on my laptop very rarely I love, on my phone i love the apple universe um phase phase two when she's, good, when she's good she's good <laughs> when she's rotten she's rotten to the core these updates in the middle of the night during mercury retrograde slow my goddamn phone down classic Cl- classic apple classic you and your apple. lack of consent i'm just gonna i'm gonna throw it out there you just really you know it's what you do 
But happy new year, everybody. <laughs> happy <laughs> well, fucking is- new year. I I like this as a person who um I'm I'm always looking for like a canned greeting <laughs> or something and uh-huh. everyone always gets so mad at like how long you be new year especially doing like customer service stuff I'm like I'm saying happy new year until fucking February yeah. I need a way I just need a default way to open a business email let me live uh thank you mm-hmm. but now I'm like oh you can say happy new year again because it's the lunar new year What's your favorite greeting? Are you a hello? Uh, hey. I don't know. I I just say cheers every time I see somebody because I only see people at work. <laughs> so I just say cheers, hello, and cheers, goodbye. It's very, very unsettling, I'm sure. No, I love that. I like that. I like it. I mean, I now I'm thinking I don't really use these, but uh, maybe I'll will. Maybe I will this near is I do like howdy I think howdy's cute and I do like a chow so maybe I'll maybe I'll I don't really use them though I'm just thinking like they're they're what's bubbling up where I like I like those as a kind of semi-universal hello goodbye howdy I'm a I do like that I like howdy and chow I like chow chow I'm a hey I'm a hey Hey is cool. pretty much in pretty much any context. Uh, it's sometimes it'll be in a weird voice, uh, <laughs> like not or like an affectation. As I say, not a weird voice that makes it sound, I think, more charactery than. But hey. it's, it's definitely an <laughs> affect, like a hey, that uh, kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, a vo- like a little uh, bit of a vocal fry, cool, like yes. a cool chiller, like hey, like with wise, yeah. the wise are. It's definitely hey. a chiller and sometimes um, inappropriately chill. Like my, one of my last jobs, they'd be like, you always come in and you're always like, Hey, like to your boss. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I do, I just pick a thing and I do it to everybody. And, and I like it. Like, hey, uh, you know? Yeah. But uh, I think uh, ending, I don't have a signature ending. All right. I don't think. I think actually I say I love you a lot <laughs> <laughs> to every on every email. That's like kind of cool. I mean, not, no email. I'm a best. I'm I'm actually um, yes. I was a best, but my new my new now one is I just put my name and an X on either side. Ah, cool. Very just like, like European. Out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's still basically I love you. <laughs> I mean, it's like you said, like kisses or whatever, like. <laughs> I don't know. I love you. Sincerely, me. <laughs> yes. Cool. Well, well, maybe everyone will get bold in their hellos and goodbyes with this water tiger ass Lunar New Year. Lunar New Year. Be- Yay. Happy Lunar New Year. Lunar New Year is celebrated. If you didn't know, beginning calendar this is straight from wikipedia it's the beginning of the calendar year his months are moon cycles based on the lunar calendar lunar calendar or lunar solar calendar chinese new year hindu buddhist calendars southeast asia there's you know lunar year new year it's everywhere and it's water tight year i love i i think the lunar new year is just like i like it's so agreeable it's like yeah this seems fun it's like all the elements of like food and red and just like celebration. And it's, uh, I don't know, every, when it comes up right after our, you know, regular ass new year, it's like, Oh, cool. New year again. Now I'm ready. It does feel like they're, um, like you're saying, like the celebrations are right because I do feel like calendar new year is one where you just like count down and you Mm -hmm. just are like, okay, cool. Like, Okay, and now all of a sudden nothing has changed, but it's a new year. We're just like agreeing. That's it. And and whereas uh, I think Lunar New Year festivals, like you said, are are of lunar quality and and signify like setting a tone for the year and how we're like feeling the like true vibe, not just like okay, remember we need to mark this because we're gonna write new numbers. Very you know, efficient Capricorn season. Yeah. Well, even like the the ending countdown finite time of a new year versus the Aquarian Jubilee. Like, yes, it's those time things, but in this very fun, different, um, you know, each year, like I was reading something too, about like, you know, for folks who are born in the year of the tiger. And again, if anything is misquoted, 
sorry, I'm a dum-dum. But just of how I was like, oh, cool. That must be great for tigers. And it was like, actually, it's not good when it's a tiger year for tigers. And I was like, cool. I like that there's like these random ass rules that like almost like don't like you would think, oh, it's like almost conjunct in a sense that you would be it'd be good. But it's like, no, it's actually not good. It's good for monkeys. (laughs) And it's like, because it's cool. Because if you think about it, it's like everyone's talking. Everybody's going to be obsessed with tigers this year. Tiger, tiger, tiger. And tigers are going to be like, man, this is no, this is my stuff. Like you guys are just getting into tigers now because it's the year like you guys didn't care about tigers then. Or there's just like uh I don't know you know everyone's gonna be like tigers are a sellout what it's like the thing of being like it's the popular thing but mm-hmm. I like I love that idea of like who's it good for when it's mm-hmm. not like oh who does what do, what is well suited then it's so it's like uh again I think because it's the moon thinking about like the the feelings of it none of that has anything to do with like what you write on your check. It's like, who's going to be feeling good this year? How are people going to be feeling? I love the Lunar New Year because I think it just feels more like seasonally, it seems to make more sense. Like it actually feels like, oh, maybe soon the leaves are going to start changing. It's like right around Groundhog Day when we're going to find out if it's like six more weeks of winter or whatever this year. Um, and I just feel like it seems like a more natural progression of like seasonally, it seems to make more sense. I obviously am not an expert on this subject, so I don't want to say like it works better than our system or whatever, but I just feel like that calendar new year is always so, oh, a week after Christmas, like another thing I have to, whatever. It's like that holiday trudging along and it's usually colder and I don't know. So I yeah. just, I always look forward to like a February, like, okay, yeah, here we go. We're getting it started. Well, I feel like either, either way, whichever hemisphere you're in, it is like the most kind of extreme point um, in the, in the observable year. And so like, that's not a good idea. You can't use like the most extreme as the example of what's like next. And I feel like when we're in the lunar new year, it's clearer that we're no longer at, we're in the Western hemisphere. So I think this way, but like, we're no longer at the darkest point of the year. We've seen that it's going to get lighter. So now we can think about the lightest point. Like, what are we, what are we crescendoing to like the moon itself? Like what is our fullness phase? Like now we've, we've emptied ourselves out. Let's, what are we building? I don't know. I mix mixed metaphors there, but I like that idea of like, oh, I can feel about something now instead of just being like, I need to tell you objectively the year, like there is an ex, there is more to the year coming or there's a new year coming, but because right now you can't tell because it's just like abject darkness, but like it is coming. So mark the calendar and now we're like, oh, I see it, the moon. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess because this this goes with the moon cycle, so it's not like it's always on this exact day. It's going to be continued, it, and it it ties in with that more symbolic spirituality. Now I'm just thinking, like, yeah, like New Year's Eve just gets it's just like the nighttime, and then the next, and then it's it. It's so just condensed, and it's like doing them, like trying to do the most, and hopefully not spending all of your money. <laughs> like in because everyone's doing like the traffic of this. And I think New Year's Eve can also be an absolutely great and fun time. Of Don't course. get me wrong. But it's very, yeah. it's very like it is very cap in that we got to get it done. It's New Year's Eve again, folks. And now what are we what are, is it the goal of cool house party? Is the goal actually going out? Let's you just have to reckon that you're gonna spend this much and like just say, okay, this is it. Where this, yeah, it seems like this goes with lunar new year it's it's longer lasting it's more i don't know it's the whole moment versus just that one short window of time of regular ass new years but do what is your do you know y'all's uh what's your chinese zodiac signs again <laughs> i'm the dragon Ooh, oh. i'm a rabbit oh well, that's cute i'm a snake i think it said somewhere Ooh. that this might not be great for snakes but i like the because there's the five different like elementals that we pair the you know animals of the 
of the lunar zodiac wheel or what have you. And I like this watery one because it does seem like on top of the last few years we, we've had, and I think we're coming off an ox year, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. which did sort metal. of feel like metal ox. Whoa. Mm-hmm. It's was very like, yeah, it felt like an ox year. <laughs> like it felt like just gr- like putting your head down, grinding through, moving on. And um, there was some fun, but also like this, how do we, how are we all working? And now I like this seeing that tiger kind of like represents family and then the water element of emotion. And I think it sort of goes with this whole great resignation energy. We're also having right now. I think the tiger wants to do what's really best for them. And it's this watery charged tiger. They're not really being tied down. And I think this, since this new moon too, is getting that impact, the square from Uranus, the sextile from Chiron. It does feel very like, fuck all this shit. Like it feels very like a new me if you want it to be a new me or checking in with whatever those boundary things are, whatever things you're kind of just like, yeah, I'm not doing that with these people or this thing or this job anymore. Like, I'm just going to just be the tiger, right? Like the tiger's just, I mean, the tiger seems to be doing its own cool thing, swimming, hunting, being the big cat. It's just so beautiful. Like there's just, is that magnetic cat energy where it's like, yeah, just follow the good, follow the good people, follow the good opportunities. And like, that also includes saying no or passing on shit that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, doing only what you need to do to get what you want and not, I mean, that's like, uh, you know, and if you're not going after what you want, then you're kind of like just relaxing and, and chilling and getting out, like being in a place where you're, I think that's another thing of like not being out all of the time, not being, uh, being fine to kind of know when to go into the, into the shadows, go into your cave, kind of like lock yourself away. You come out to go, yeah, swim. You come out to go get food, to do these things. And then the rest of it, you're just focused on kind of like, I don't know, carrying yourself and, and relaxing. And I like that too, of the kind of, uh, great resignation of it all of being like, yeah, just do what you need to do. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think one of the interesting things to me was finding out that the tiger is represented by Uranus. And so kind of thinking of it with the Aquarian energy. And I have a book called Your Eastern Star by Daniel Logan, who appears to be potentially a white man. I'm not sure, um, <laughs> which is just, um, you know, it's it's an old, old book. Um, so I guess maybe we had less concern about those sort of things in the seventies, but um, the book talks about more the traits of people born in which year and which month rather than, you know, what the year is supposed to be like, but the description of the tiger people I thought was very tied to like what I, what I consider more Uranian or Aquarian. Um, He talks about people being, um deep thinkers independent um interpreted as stubborn by others um they could be suspicious courageous um there it it also says it's a sign of luck so that's kind of cool now that makes me think of um like the aquarius glyph of those lines being like stripes Oh, I know it's not, I know it's not like one-to-one, but that kind of, yeah, I don't know that like that. No, I see it. It's the, a design. The Uranus glyph also almost being like a, you know how I'm thinking of like cartoon kind of thing or like National Geographic picture of just like the tiger's eyes coming through those, like coming oh. through the, the trees or something and that like Uranus glyph. Yeah. Uranus is kind of like um mask, like I did a mm-hmm. yoga pose earlier. That's the the seated position. That's like, I think it's cow's face where it's like your knees, but you know, bundle up to look like a cow's face. And it's only that like sort of abstract thinking of like, yeah, I mean, I guess this kind of looks like a cow's face, but then also now that you say it, I totally see it. So the same mm-hmm. with like that Uranus. No, I like all, I think there's, I mean, that's, what's cool with like, you know, cultures that have like caricatures and the meaning behind even the the way you write something right like the glyphs have a lot of 
they're saying a lot with just how they're shaped and how they look. And I, I like this, even though I think it's a good reminder with the stubbornness for Aquarius, obviously for big fucking obvious reasons, but too, with that square too of, you know, where, where, where do we hold our ground and, you know, and only think of ourselves and prioritize ourselves, you know, on that kind of flip Leo scale. But then also I like that, like metaphysical, like it's for the growth, right? It's for the, like the process. Like it's not, I don't know. I, I think of Tiger as like sort of playful, but also they seem very determined. Like it is like, a, it seems like a good goal setting year or that kind of businessy sort of stuff to do, to take risks, to like put yourself out there. Cause who fucking knows, especially with, with Uranus, who knows? Some people might say yes, that might not have considered something before or see it in a different way. Or we've seen all the same old shit. Like people want new stuff. It's, um, you know, I think we're going to see that a lot. We're still in a new decade with like television and movie and different, you know, different trends of, of art. So um, it seems like a fun year to try out different styles or see what things that you're, that you're into. Well, I love that thinking about Uranus and I'm definitely conflating that with Aquarius because also while that's not what's taken into account in the lunar new year it does ha it is a, an Aquarius moon uh always correct because of the timing I think it's uh, always the late Jan early Feb new moon yeah. so that would always be so the it, Aquarius it will always, moon yeah I, I know these are now I'm also you know mixing systems too but thinking about um it being fixed energy, but also Uranian quick energy and thinking about how a tiger when, when hunting isn't like running and nailing something down. It's like, it is jumping out of the shadows and pouncing on a thing and thinking of Uranus being that like quick, um, it was something and now it's a different thing, uh, kind of energy and how fitting that is and how that also is that like, I don't know. Yeah. Just in, unless you're striking, you're not doing anything. You're just waiting to, you're like staying, keeping cool until you strike and then boom. I also think because they are, you know, they're such a strong predator in their natural habitat and thinking of Aquarians as like, they're so capable. They know so much. Like I really wouldn't want to be on jeopardy against one, you know? So I think it is just that kind of excellence, I guess, which mm -hmm. can be really tough too, as, um, as far as like a yearly thing, um, thinking about the, the standards we hold ourselves to and how hard we can be on ourselves and perfectionism and all of those things. Um, I think that with workplace stuff and, you know, talking about the great resignation and stuff, it's it's tough because, um, there's no perfect boss, you know, there's yeah. no place that you want to work. That is like, there are things we really want in life. And there are things that are amazing and are wonderful accomplishments. I'm not saying that, but it's like, it's hard to like find something that you align with morally that pays you right. That like is a work you want to be doing and all of those things. And I think sometimes aspiring to have all of everything can make it harder on us not that we shouldn't aspire to it but just that it's that feeling of like I'm not getting what I want or what I need and we do that in relationships and work and in all parts of our lives so I think that's kind of something as like big watch out for the year like have fun too like go like jump after your prey don't just like be that predator that needs to wait for the perfect gazelle or whatever because I think perfectionism is definitely something that that um that I see there that I love everything you said. And it also makes me think of, again, in this kind of like Aquarius Uranian lens of being an, uh, like not loner, but a rebel of, of setting out on your own path and holding yourself to a standard. Um, I think also if you do, um, decide to say like, oh, I know what I'm worth. I, I want things to be, I'm holding myself to a certain, certain position the fact that you aren't because it's only when you're striking because it's mostly kind of waiting around I think that can be a kind of lonely and um sc scary place to be because you're like is that true am I making the right decision am I am I actually worth what I think I am those kind of things so that kind of like commitment to yourself and to those standards and being able to I think that like 
what you said about having fun is a good way to remind yourself that you are on a on a right path that you deserve things even if you haven't got like it's it's committing to yourself that's the most important thing not uh the achievement itself so be yeah be swim around and have fun and prioritize it like yeah. if you want an employer that aligns with your morals go get that you know yeah. like prioritize the things that are most important to you i'm not saying you can't get but it is it's hard to find the, the exact right and and having a list of things that you must have in a partner or, you know, things mm-hmm. change in relationships and in dog breeds or, you know, whatever thing you're like considering. So there was, uh, this reminds me of a little pull quote I pulled from this website. Love this name, metaphysicalzone.com. But it, this sort of goes, I think, with what we've been talking about. But they say tigers tend to renounce confining traditional roles, opting for a more unfettered life with a wide ranging mind. They can adopt a number of careers. Their many experiences serve to enrich their lives and add depth to their nature. Material benefits matter little to them, which I thought was like an interesting thing. Cause I think what you're saying is right. Like if you want something that's more aligned with your interests, but maybe it is a job that pays less than what do we put first in our tiger's eye, right? Like what is the thing on, what is the, what are we seeking at the highest thing? It's very like, I don't know, in in some ways it almost feels in an Aries fiery kind of tiger sense of like, what's in front of me? What do I know that I'm like, is it yes or no? Like, it's kind of just going with that impulse sort of stuff too. But I thought that was an interesting kind of going down that Aquarian level. Cause I do think they would be a sign that say material benefits met like the material matters do mean like dicked me. So I think that might be a theme, even if that's not who you are innately listener, then maybe this year is like a more experiential time or a time where you reprioritize your finances to make it look more like your life, or you want to grow your own food. It's been a goal of yours or to do this. So I think it's, um, I don't know, I guess like aligning with whatever's kind of like in that sort of impulsive tiger sort of space that doesn't feel as like, like the ox, which is like, it's working. We didn't know what the fuck was going on last year at all, especially in the beginning of the year. So it was like, well, just work and save. And like, I don't know, like keep, we just keep need going. to keep this thing moving. Just need yeah. to like keep <laughs> plowing through so we yep. can do anything. Like we have no other choice, but to just get through this. We can't have like a mentality about it or an ethos about how we're doing it. We're just like, we like just need to get through. Wasn't yeah. really a thing <laughs> like we're, last year. We'll take what we could get. And now we're like, oh, this is kind of how it is. So yeah, now what or do we you, do? now you get, you do get to decide what is the most important thing for me to pursue. Obviously, you know, people's material circumstances differ, but I think that is the embodiment of this is where it's like, um, I like that thinking about like how a tiger's appearance also like helps it kind of blend in, but also like it stands out when it wants to, and it doesn't, when it doesn't need to, and how like. Yeah, just the priorities. I love, I love all of that. I also love thinking about how, because this is not something that we, any of us are, are experts in and we're, uh, you know, talking about having a little tiger fun. Yeah. Talking about it through an astrological lens, but it also makes me think of how effective these, um, symbols are because they are elements and animals and how that's such a, a, maybe not a better, but a broader um, language to communicate by. So you don't have to know anything about Uranus or astrology or anything to have an idea about what a water tiger might be like, you know, like you can, it gives you kind of a, a, a vibe, a stronger thing. And, and if someone tells you this year is a water tiger, ev- I think everyone will have some sort of association where if you said this year is, uh, you know, Uranus and Taurus square Saturn and Aquarius, but it's a separating aspect or something. Someone goes, what, like, what, what does that mean? Those are just words. Whereas tiger, I mean, I already start to kind of like move my shoulders and think about like, oh, I'm, 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 it's a tiger year. Like what, how am I like a tiger? What is that? Do I wear a tiger? Do I make the sounds? Am I crawling? Like, I don't know. There's much more, you can actually like live it and feel it, which I think also ties back to the moon itself. This is the lunar new year where it's like, how are we, how are we thinking about how we feel this year? I keep saying that over and over again, but it's just so like, I love it. It's moon stuff. Like at the end, at the end of the day, it's moon stuff. We know the moon and it's also 
I think that willingness to be changed, to change like the moon, it's, it feels almost like more of a fresh start than even say, you know, what we talked about before our regular ass new year. So it's like, yep, moon changes. We know this. Here we go. Water tiger time. Last year, you're feeling like a metal ox. Good for you. Time to, time to be a big wet. Yeah, I won't say it, but uh, <laughs> a tiger. Yes. The tiger that, that uh, I know it's like maybe a faux pas to bring up podcasts on other podcasts, but there was a A24 podcast of Nathan Fielder and Alexa Demi, I think is her last name from Euphoria. And they were just talking about like what they like to do in their spare time. It's a great little chat with two interesting uh, artsy people, very different personalities. But she was just talking about like in her spare time, like pretending to be animals like around her house, like closing the blinds and just doing sort of like animalistic, almost yoga interpretive dance. And Nathan Fielder is like, you don't actually, he's a, he's like a quadruple Taurus. He's like, you don't actually do that. Do you? And she's like, yeah, I, I, why would I make that? Like, that'd be a weird thing to lie about. But I like that idea of that, that play and that embodiment. And it's like, yeah, the tiger makes you want to like slink your shoulders and like put on like a smoky eye and, and ask for it, honey, just to go. People might just want to back to the luck stuff, right? Like, like Jupiter things, like Leo things, like people might just want to give you stuff and might want to help you out. So it's not all the time when people want to be generous. So don't be rude, say thank you, you know, and don't take advantage of people, but why not lean into the, the positivity that is a nice little tiger year. Ooh. And then thinking about how different it would be for like a snake to act like a tiger. Do you know what I think now thinking back to that opening idea of who's having a good year, like a dragon mm-hmm. is fairly similar to a tiger. I feel like we're both, I don't know, again, like, oh, yeah. like we're for some reason I keep getting fire for tigers, even though I don't think they do not breathe. Fire. <laughs> I don't think they are technically fire. Maybe it's the orangeness, the warm, the warm hues feels very yes, like fire stick. Well, they are. Um, I mean, they're a yang energy that's what tiger mm-hmm. so we it is the more you know active um you know uh, there's another i think it was from purewow.com they don't want to be told what to do so you know we mm-hmm. might be feeling very like you're not the boss of me <laughs> this this year like fuck you you're my man mom yeah, and i also mentioned absolutely. keeping egos in check on that <laughs> that tirade temper tantrum i just went on mm-hmm I think like remembering to, um, this makes me think of when you're like, go to the zoo or if you see video footage of tigers, like playing with each other, that kind of like looks like fighting, but also looks like the way that cats play. And I think like remembering that you're a big cat, uh, like, so even though it feels like you're just like playing also, sometimes people are like, that's terrifying. Buying. like oh they're hurting that person or whatever like so uh knowing your knowing your power uh and uh wielding it wisely yeah well happy tiger time folks it's great <laughs> hope your year is great hell yeah thank you guys for listening uh we'll see you next week bye now thank you for listening to what's your sign please rate us five stars and subscribe on itunes or whatever podcast platform you use if you like what you heard please support us on patreon you can also find us online on instagram at what's your sign podcast or on twitter at what's yr sign underscore pod you can also like our fan page on facebook and join our friendship group questions comments concerns or to book a commission chart reading you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com thank you so much for listening what's your sign, bye what's your sign, baby what's your